What up, everybody? This is Spencer, and you are listening to my dad and his handgun world podcast. The reason he carries a gun is because he can't carry a cop. Hi folks, Bob Main here with another episode of the Handgun World Podcast, a practical show done by a practical guy, and uh, I just try to keep things rooted in common sense on this program, and I don't really kind of get all tactical or anything like that. Just an everyday guy taking my Second Amendment rights seriously. So this week, I am going to talk about competition shooting, and Ben Branham is going to join me soon. We recently did a couple of videos for the Modern Handgunners YouTube channel that we have on competition shooting and how we believe that that old notion of competition is going to, competition shooting is going to get you killed in the streets is a bunch of baloney. And we want you to kind of hear our thoughts on it. So that's coming up. And we also talk about how it's good practice. And Ben throws in a good self-defense and actually combat perspective of how competition shooting can help you. He's got that experience, as most of you know. So tune in for that. Remember, this show is sponsored by Concealment Solutions, makers of fantastic holsters. I own several of them. And concealmentsolutions.com is where you can find them. The coupon code HANDGUNWORLD, which is all one word, HANDGUNWORLD, that'll give you a 10% discount. So just for being a listener, you can get a discount. Check them out again, concealmentsolutions.com. Right now I'm using one of their Cobra outside the waistband holsters for my Glock 43. So I'll start off with a question. How many of you have gone competition shooting, either to IDPA or USPSA? If you remember back in one of my two segments of episode 500, I had Steve Zofi on this show, and I also had Lloyd Bailey from Armed Lutheran Radio. Both of them are very avid competitive shooters. I have been since just a little after 2006 is pretty much when I got started competition shooting, so about 14 years and I think it's it's very beneficial. You know, during this quarantine, I haven't been out for almost seven weeks. Probably going to get out next weekend for the first time in about eight weeks. And so I'm sure I'm going to be rusty and it's going to be a little difficult to get the adjustment to it again. But it is great, even if you're a new shooter. And Ben and I are going to talk about that coming up, how even new shooters can benefit greatly from going to a competition match. It's something that you're going to have to make an adjustment to if you want to do it, but for less than $50, including your ammo costs, you're, you're going to be able to, you're going to be able to not only have a bunch of fun, but do things that you cannot do at an ordinary shooting range. And that's the beauty of it. That's the great thing about competition shooting is, you know, for that three or three and a half hour time frame, you can do some things that the public shooting ranges just won't let you do and you can do it safely and you can do it legally and you can have fun and you can test your skills and test your gear so that's the most important thing so that's that's it that's that's kind of the introduction i wanted to tee this thing up 
with talking about competition. Now, I have covered this subject many times over the years on this show, but I thought Ben and I did a pretty good job. If you want to watch this, you can head on over to Modern Handgunners at YouTube, or you can go to my YouTube channel at Handgun World, either one, and I'll put links in the show notes so you can go directly there. But here comes the audio version and a quick break in between. Welcome, everyone. Bob Main here from the Handgun World Podcast, and welcome to the Modern Handgunners channel. And joining me is... Ben Branham from Modern Self-Protection, and we're here to talk about competition today. The competition together. Will, it yep. will get you killed in the street, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, baloney. Baloney on that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, so let's talk there. about that. Let's talk about that. That's a good way to start. You you got to start it off uh, on a fun subject there, Ben. You know, competition shooting is pretty popular, but you have a segment of the people out there that says, oh, that'll get you killed in the streets. Now, you and I both believe that's baloney, don't we? It is complete and utter baloney from anybody that's actually <laughs> been there, done that, and does competition. From years ago, you've got some of the most prolific shooters out there that do this for real, that are actually gunfighters. They say yep. that you should shoot competition. And that includes me from being in combat. When I shot competition before going to combat, it was great because it got me my shooting skills up and it made me want to be faster and faster and better, better at my shooting skills. So I have personal experience in that. Plus all of these other great gunfighters. I mean, one of the biggest one is Jim Cirillo from the New York stakeout squad yes. that probably has more gunfights and actually more kills in law enforcement than anybody else. And he, uh, attributed 90% of his winning gunfights to shooting competitions. And in this video, we're going to talk about why that improves your skills. I'll just say this. I would not want to get in a gunfight with a real good competition shooter. No, thank you. Um, because, because they learn some important things. They learn competition helps you learn what I think is one of the single most valuable skills. And that is how to quickly and safely draw your gun out of your holster and put the first couple rounds on target. Yeah, it definitely teaches you how to handle your gun and how to put rounds on target. Those are the two things that I think competition does great. Tactics, it's not going to help you, but it teaches you to put hits on target quickly. And it gives you a measure to work against so you know if you're improving or if you're not. All these guys that just draw. go. Yeah, and part of that is the draw, handling your gun. Draw. But, yeah, if you get out there and you're just working, how do you know you're getting faster? How do you know you're getting better unless you have a measure to put against and competition yeah. is this great measure to put yourself against. Yeah. And, you know, on, on my uh, individual YouTube channel at Handgun World, I recently had Spencer Keepers. And Spencer Keepers is not only a great holster maker, but he's an incredibly good shooter. And we were talking about timing. And he said, you know, if your draw and your first two shots on target are less than three seconds, you're way too slow, and that's something you need to improve on. And competition can help you do that because that's a lot of what you're practicing. Yeah, two rounds on each target, and you got to draw from the holster, almost all of them. It's, uh, it'll make you a better shooter and a better, better gun handler, and I really like that about yeah. competition. There's one more thing that's not really – it's not the same, but it is the same for me on competition, and I like it. I have to think about something else besides just shooting 
most of the competitions you and I do are the run and gun ones, right? And sometimes yeah. those courses get pretty complicated where you're like, run over here, shoot these three targets, and then run over here, shoot these three. And oh, by the way, you got to reload in the middle. If you don't, we're going to dock you points and you can't go over this line and you got to do this and you have to shoot them in this order or you're disqualified in one of the ones we shoot with the steel and all that stuff. So it gives you a lot of things that you have to focus your mind out. You have to pull your mind out of shooting. You have to run around and then you have to put your mind back into the shooting and the pressing of the trigger. And then you have to click off of that and move back to running around. So it gives Those you something are all else. Good thinking skills with a gun in your hand. Those are really good. It makes you think and move and think about other things besides just shooting. If you're standing on the square range, you're not moving. You can just think about shooting. You can let everything else kind of fade away in the background. And it's one of the things I love about shooting when I go to practice is that it's this Zen thing for me. And it's really meditation for me because everything else in the world goes away. And it's just me and the target. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. Except for if bullets are flying in your direction, trust me, personal experience again, you're not going to be thinking Zen, ah, breath, half out, squeeze, slow, stop, everything that you've been taught. Uh-uh, you're thinking somebody's trying to kill me and I need to stop them right now here in a hurry. So I think competition helps you with being able to pop in and out of or switch or if you want to call it multitask or whatever you want to call it. I think it really helps you with those skills. Yeah. The other thing that I think competition really does, and uh, people don't really know this. Competition shooters are some of the friendliest, nicest people, and it helps you build a camaraderie with other shooters, and it helps you learn what they do, what they think, what kind of gear they use, what kind of guns they use, and things like that. And if somebody's really seriously thinking about getting started in competition, I want to reassure you, I've been doing it since 2005. I have seen such welcoming people that welcome we welcome new shooters we like new shooters we take the time to coach you'll get a lot of that there too won't you yeah and if you need gear somebody will loan you gear i mean we've been there a dozen times where you or i have forgotten something and somebody will just go here's a couple mags i've forgotten i've had people forget holsters that i've handed them extra guns and i just hand them out and somebody else will hand me stuff went to a competition my gun didn't work for some reason or i forgot something somebody handed me stuff been there when magazines were forgotten gear was forgotten pouches <laughs> vest when we have to go concealed for idpa i had somebody yeah. loan me a vest one time because i forgot and it was it had to be concealed and it was hotter than snot and i just forgot everything and they just handed me one to use for the day so it's kind of yeah they're super super nice and super welcoming welcoming and uh well there is that one sore thumb that sticks out generally but always. there's always got to be one. But everybody there's else, that guy, <laughs> that guy. But there's everybody else is generally like some of the coolest people on earth, and I really enjoy. And that's how I decide which competition I'm going to shoot too. Our local club for IDPA is amazing. The guys are amazing. The guy that runs it is amazing. I just love being around them. Our local USPSA club, not so much. I've been to their their shoots a couple times, and it's just not that I'm not ultra competitive. They were too competitive. Like they wanted to hold up the flag like it was tennis. Be quiet. Yeah. Don't talk while the people are shooting. <laughs> and they were just, it was just too oh. intense. And, and I was just like, this is not as much fun as it could be. So yeah, yeah. I just, it, I, I go where I like the people and I like the sport. And just as long as I get to run a gun, I am having a good time. And you just mentioned the most important word fun. 
in competition, it is fun. It's the best fun. I'm telling you what, most competition matches are $25, $30, and you're going to run or you're going to shoot maybe 100 rounds of ammo. So let's say at today's prices, that's around, what, $12 a box max. So for less than $50, you have had a lot of fun for about three and a half to four hours while you're at competition. I, I, it's hard to have much more fun with a handgun, for example. And if if you're used to going someplace and getting upsold on everything, there is no upsell on the at at competitions. That is it. You pay your range fee or whatever they call it, your your competition fee, you bring your own ammo, you can buy ammo generally at the range there, but that is it. It's not somebody going to go, okay, now you need this, that, and the other thing. It's not like going to Disneyland where you put $100 in to get through the gate, and as soon as you walk in, somebody's waving a finger at you that wants yeah. you to buy another $50 item or it's something. It's not that way. You have your range fee and your ammo, and that is it. Now, I want to mention to people who are thinking about competition for the first time, first of all, don't go to there and expecting to win because you're not going to win. And I think that's the biggest reason people don't compete is because they don't think they can win. That's not the point of it. The point of it is to go do things you can't normally do at a public range, right? Yeah, and have a good time. Yeah. yeah, you're not going to win, but you know, you'll somewhere in the middle to the bottom. That's fine. And you think you'd not. Well, I was in law enforcement, military, and all these competitions before I moved to Texas. Yeah. And then I hooked up with our local IDPH range because I went to the range and somebody said, You're a good shooter. You should go try this. So I looked it up, went out there, tried it. I was winning law, law enforcement competitions and military competitions. And then I went to Texas and I shot the first IDPA competition <laughs> and I was like right in the middle of the pack. Yeah. So, you yeah. Were, yeah. I thought I was going to win and not even close. Don't worry no. about it. it. The only thing that's really stopping most people is their egos. And I know we've got a lot of fans out there and I know some of them that say they're not going to shoot competition for a bunch of different reasons. And I want to, I, I want to be nice to them because I, I really love the people that listen to us. But some of our times I just want to go, this is your ego getting in the way of you getting to be a better shooter and you having a good time because you're afraid it to is. go out there and look stupid. You're afraid you're going to go out there and screw up. You know, you can have an accident on the range and they'll kick you off as long as it's not an unrecoverable one where you hurt yourself or somebody else. Please stand by. This is where we had our technical difficulties. Okay, we're back, folks. We had some connection issues, but we were talking that when you go to competition matches, you're probably not going to win. And really, the most important person that you're going to compete with is yourself. You're going to go the first time. You're going to see what you can do. And then the second time you go, try to beat your yourself from the first time, right? Yeah, and that's just your placing. You're going to fall somewhere in there, you know, whatever there is, 40, 50 shooters. You're going to be, you know, whatever, if there's 60 shooters, you might be number 40 or number 50. And then if you go back and there's 60 shooters and now you're number 45 and last time you were number 50, well, you actually improved. So you can start seeing your improvement that way. Let people there help you. Um, and you can test out your gear. Maybe you just bought a new gun. One of the best ways to test out that new gun and maybe a new holster is to go to a competition match. It's a great place to test gear, isn't it? New holster, new mags, new mag pouches, new belts, new guns, new oils, new everything that I get that I'm going to test out. It goes straight to competitions with me to see if it breaks. And you know what? Sometimes they break. I used to run an AK forever, and I got some super high-speed, new-fangled plastic mags that were supposed to be better than P-mags and everything. 
and uh, I put that thing into my rifle wrong. It didn't really seat right, and then it wouldn't come out. And I'm in the middle of the competition trying to get it out, and I ended up hitting that magazine so hard that I broke the magazine to get it out. So I know that that magazine was not good for me. So that's a lot of the stuff you can figure out when you're under stress and stuff, is if that magazine can go in wrong. If it can go in wrong, you're going to put it in wrong. And then if you're going to break it, trying to get it out, you're going to break it. So, yeah, I broke one of those magazines, and I went, nope, that one's trash. Uh, It's funny. I broke the plastic part that the AK clips into the magazine. I actually broke that whole – the whole backstrap of the magazine broke off like a big two-inch chunk, and the whole magazine was junk. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Well, remember, competition is not going to get you killed. And I think the people who say that are people who are not very good at competition. So they just kind of discount it and say, oh, it's going to get you killed. I'm not going to try that because they're not good. That's why Um, there's a natural tendency to want to be good. And I say when you're starting out, don't try to be good. But I think people just kind of I think that's their excuse. It'll just get you killed. Right. What do you think? I think so. Just try to be yourself. Try to get better every time. This will make you better, and it'll make you a better shooter. I can guarantee that. With I could bet you all the money that I'm going to make this year. You know, I could bet you five years of my paycheck. But if you go shoot competitions, it'll make you a better shooter. If you don't, you know, you're going to stay where you are. You think you're the best. I mean, maybe you're a big fish in a little pond. When I was with the law enforcement stuff back in California, I was out shooting a lot of those guys. I was winning. It was easy for me. There was very few people that were competing at my level, and I was winning. And then I come out to Texas and I see what guys were really competing at. And I was like, ooh, I could get a lot better. There's a lot of room for improvement. I realized the same thing. You think you're at the top of your game when you're in your little pond. And then you get out there and you're like, hmm, I could be better. (laughs) I could do better than that. And then you get better. I'm a better shooter probably than I've ever been. So, you know, hey, go get better. Shoot some competitions. Have some fun. We're going to talk about some of the gear and some of the stuff and some of the fun stuff that we use and what we do to kind of cheat. Cheat's not a good word. How about to stack the odds in our favor to win in the next episode? Okay, so that's going to be coming up in part two. If you like this video, if you want more videos like this, first of all, subscribe to this channel. We also have a special membership uh, site. And that membership site is called Shooters Club. It's and it can be found at shootersclubmembers.com. We'll put a link in the uh, in the show notes for that. Shootersclubmembers.com. What can they find there? There we've got over 80 videos of how to do things in the shooting world. I can't show you how to press a trigger, or I can't. I kind of sort of could here, but. We break it down. We do a 10-minute video on like how to press a trigger, like how to do your draw, advanced and beginning stuff. And we got all the way up from here's a gun, here's how it works, to us doing team tactics in there. And everything is a 10-minute lesson, so you can break it down. You can learn it. You can go practice it, and then you can come back for more. Plus, we do... We're podcasters, so we keep putting podcasts up there, special things. We have special guests. You just had a special guest on that was a great interview, and we just keep doing more and more stuff. Yeah, we do. So thanks for watching part one. We are the Modern Handgunners. I'm Bob Main, and joining me was... Ben Branham, and we are the Modern Handgunners, and we are out.
Welcome back to Modern Handgunners. I'm Bob Main from the Handgun World podcast, and joining me is... I'm Ben Branham from Modern Self-Protection, and we're the Modern Handgunners. And we're here today to talk about competition and competition gear. We talked the last episode on all of the things that are great about competition, and we talked about testing your gear. Well, I am in a huge gear testing phase right now for all of the new crap I'm buying. So, um, yeah, I got stuff, and I've got... So, sitting next to me on my bench here is my Batman belt for competition. And I do this for my PCC, my pistol caliber carbine, and my pistol. And here's my competition holster for my pistol. And then I'm really testing these two mag pouches for my Scorpion. And you can see they're just barely a little different. And, well, that makes a difference for me. I've been testing these for a while, and I really like them. So I'm I'm testing the CompTech, and I forget this other brand. I would give them a shout-out. But they probably don't want it because um, I don't like it as much, the Comtac. And then when you get into, yeah. and, and I want to use this as a illustration, because when you get into gear this much, when you do competition, you start learning little, little tiny things. Like one of the little things I'm learning about these is you can see how, see how this one sits lower in my belt and it covers less of the magazine. This one sits a little higher on the belt and it covers more of the magazine, so not as much sticks out. Well, first, is it an issue? Is it going to fall out? When I run around, they haven't fallen out yet, so not a problem. They both hold securely. But when I go reloads and stuff, which one is faster? Which one do I get a better grip on the magazine, and does it really matter? And I found out that actually on this carbine, it does matter. If I can get more towards the bottom here, it's more consistent for me, and then my thumb to hit the release on the bolt is a lot faster. So and then I like the the system that CompTech has set up to put put it on my belt too. So there's a couple things there, but you can really if I just showed you a picture of these, you know, you probably wouldn't even notice that one is taller than the other, and you would like well, doesn't really matter, right? If you see that little, it's what a finger's width, less than an inch. But for me, it makes a big difference. So I get to learn my gear that intimately by studying this stuff and working through the competition. And that's one of the reasons I love competition is just, if nothing else, to test all my gear. Yeah. Now, uh, thanks for sharing that. I want to mention you don't have to get real elaborate and real fancy. and You don't have to spend a lot of money. As a matter of fact, one of the um, one of the bases of competition, for example, like IDPA, that stands for International Defensive Pistol Association. So you can just show up with a Glock 19, for example. And your concealed carry holster, as long as it's a safe holster, and they'll tell you what's safe and what's not, and a regular mag pouch. And if you have a mag pouch, your your handgun, and a concealed carry holster, you could still compete in that with that because they'll put you in what's called the concealed carry pistol division. Well, and then you also you can test other stuff too. For all of you, I know Bob, you for a long time would keep a magazine in your pocket, your extra mags for things. You can Try see that, how yeah. much faster it is to run it on your belt than in your pocket. So you get to test all these different forms of gear and stuff. And, yes, it's legal for you to shove your magazine in your pocket. And then even then, like our local yep. club, they don't really care. Like if you violate all the rules, they call, they have an outlaw division. that They'll just put you in the outlaw division, and that means you're as on As long your as own. you're safe. you got to be so safe. So as long you as you're safe, safe, you're good, and as long as your gear is safe. So you can be in the outlaw division and yeah. not have to worry about it. And then for you guys that are wondering, I'm testing all these rifle stuff 
they have a pistol caliber carbine division now, which is all nine millimeter big carbines, the 16 inch barrels and stuff. And I've been testing. I'm trying to reach for it. My cool CZ here, this Scorpion. I am absolutely loving this gun. This is one of my favorite things in the world, and I am just having a blast out there shooting this and testing this. And um, yeah, I figured I, I have a huge knack for these pistol caliber carbines, and yeah, I have. You I do. Can, you're good with those. And I'm actually winning. <laughs> I can't believe it that I'm actually starting to win. You know, I've been only doing this for yeah. uh, almost 20 years. I've been shooting competition. I've been shooting this local IDPA competition since like 2016. And I've won rifle like once and pistol like once. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh, look, I can actually consistently do close to winning now with these rifles. So kind of fun yeah. that you can work on it for so many years. But you get to, you yeah. get to so much minutia that I, I just love yeah. the whole thing. I got another minutia for, for you, people too. out there who. OK, and for people out there who might not be. Um, quite as elaborate you could like for example here's just a regular outside the waistband competition holster here's a stock m&p nine millimeter 2.0 compact you could just show up with these two you got to have about three magazines and uh, you can compete in what's called the ccp concealed carry pistol division what that means is everybody else you're competing against they're shooting concealed carry guns like this or like a glock 19 or even a shield uh you know, a SIG P365, it's amazing, but they're shooting just the same as you are, or you could step up into what they call the open uh, division in some matches, and you could shoot a really tricked-out gun with an optic and 22-round mags and things like that. Compensator, all of that stuff. Yeah. But it's kind of cool. Yep. You get to test all that stuff, and you get to see how other shooters shoot and see what it and I got news for you that that optic and the compensator and all that stuff, when it's done right, it makes a difference. Those guys go fast, yeah. really, really fast. They do. And, and but I'm they're starting competing to learn. with each other, with p- other people with, right. with like equipment, like equipment. And you're not going to be – well, it, they'll – so every every competition I've ever been to, they will list every every shooter, just like 1 through 60, and they'll list your score. Yeah. And a lot of the scores, um, IDPA, ASA, and Steel – challenge those are like my three favorites and it's just raw time it's not raw time it's time plus any penalties you have for misses or whatever and so whoever Uh has the fastest time wins so it's really simple to score uspsa ipsic is a little harder they do a hit factor which is your score divided by your time gives you really an yeah. average. Let's not number confuse too many people with all that. That one, either. that one's hard. So I don't, I don't really like that one as much because it's too much work. I mean, just go faster. The guy that does it the fastest with the least penalties wins. I mean, that's a simple, simple mantra. But you start. But even the USPSA, yeah. they break you down into different divisions. They'll Everybody's have a production division, division which means. It means a regular production handgun, which you can go buy off the shelf. And then they have other divisions based on the gun that you're shooting. And every competition has little different rules of what you can carry, what you can shoot, what you can use for gear, and what you can't. Um, If you get really into one of these, you'll learn all the rules and what you can and can't carry. Um, If you don't, just figure out what your carry gear is and what you want to do and how you're going to do it. Um, Bob mentioned his Glock. Uh, like this CZ I have, I've got three different manufacturers of magazines I've been testing for my CZ. Glock, you can have like 15 different manufacturers of Glock magazines. 
then you can try them all and see which one you like best and see which one mm-hmm. runs and see which one doesn't. Because if it's going to fail, I guarantee it's going to fail in a competition when yeah. you're in a hurry, didn't get it seated all the way, and now you're trying to run the gun as fast as you can. And it's going to uh, – if a piece of gear is going to fail you, it will fail you in competition. It will fail you in competition, yeah. I, I, I could say if it's going to fail you in the street – for your survival, it'll fail you in competition. So if nothing else, you can shoot competition to test your gear. And that's uh, that's what I'm doing with this CZ right now. I am actually have high hopes of starting to win and maybe be a uh, sponsored shooter and stuff. So I am testing things down to the 16th of an inch and a quarter of a second or a tenth of a second. I mean, I've got three different manufacturers of magazine companies. And what it came down to is one of them drops out of the gun faster when I do reloads than another one. So that's the magazine I've been going with, and then figure out if that magazine is actually going to be uh, going to be reliable because it has some stuff down, some different parts to it. Because it drops free faster, it's not as tight as fit inside the magwell, so the, the magazine moves around a little bit. Kind of like your AR, the magazine moves around in there a little bit. That's generally not great for function of your gun. That generally means that your magazine is changing angles a little bit when you're shooting, and that can cause problems inside the gun and cause malfunctions. So I get to test the magazines forever yep. to see if they all work or not. So anything new you get in your gun, it, go out and test it. If you got a new trigger put in your gun because you got a super duper whatever trigger you want to put in there for your carry gun, if you go to competition and you test it and you shoot a couple competitions, you're probably good to go for it to be a carry gun. If you don't test it, how are you ever going to know? So I just love all this gear where we get to test it and play with it. I am totally... In the military, they called me a gear queer because I liked all the new stuff. And every time we went on a training evaluation or training exercise for a week or something, it seems like I would have a new piece of gear that I would be testing out there with me. Packs, pouches, magazines, everything. So I I will continue to test forever to see what's going to be faster and better. And the, what, what gives me that, that platform to test really is competition. Yeah, yeah. So we encourage you to go to competition shooting. Uh, as we wrap up this part two, uh, I think we should let people know that uh, you and I both have audio podcasts that we do about every week. So check us out, and the links will be in the show notes. And then we have a special membership uh, site for people that, that like to watch instructional videos, that like to learn how to practice. That's important. You need to learn how and what to practice. We have a membership called Shooters Club. Tell them about it. Well, there's over 80 videos there and a bunch of audio things, and it starts out, we have a bunch of beginner stuff. If you're just starting out on this, from drawing your handgun to just basic shooting, all the way up to defending your house and team tactics and stuff that we'd use called advanced stuff, where we've we've actually taught advanced classes and we put all the techniques into the shooter's club. So you can learn all that stuff. It's better to have a real instructor stand there to watch you. But if you can't afford that, the Shooters Club is a great way to do it, or it's a great thing to supplement the training that you're getting from an actual instructor. And I'd like to mention a lot of those videos are live footage videos from our classes where we were teaching this. We also have a lot of guests that have contributed material, uh, Masada Yub, Spencer Keepers, a lot of names like that that are really good in the uh, shooting industry, and even some some COVID-19 preparedness stuff we even have on the Shooters Club. So check it out. It's only $8 a month, $75 a year. In the in the show notes here, there'll be a direct link to it. Ben, final word about competition shooting. Go shoot it. Have fun. 
And then if you really want to compete, it really gets a lot of fun where you just start getting those tenth of a seconds and you start testing different magazines to see which one drops free from your gun faster. I have fun geeking out about all that stuff, putting it all on the clock and just playing with it forever. So go shoot a competition, have some fun and see what kind of competitor you want to be. Okay, thanks for listening to both of us go on about something that we love to do, and I hope that you benefited from that. If you've never gone competition shooting, just give it a try. Just give it a try. I was scared the first time I did it, actually about the first three times I was scared. I almost didn't go back after the second time because I made some stupid mistakes and almost disqualified myself, but I didn't get disqualified, but I came close and I thought, yeah, maybe this is not for me, but somebody talked me into continuing to try it, and after about the third or fourth time, uh, I was I was pretty much hooked on it. And I didn't have a chance to listen to something like this, to listen to some other people talk about going competition shooting. I didn't have a chance to listen to something like this and learn from it. Had I had that opportunity, it probably even would have been better after the first time. But I can say that even after the very first time going, it was the most fun I had ever had shooting a gun. And so that's what kept me coming back over and over again. Give it a try. Look for local clubs in your area. Look for an IDPA club, International Defensive Pistol Association, or a USPSA club, um, United States Practical Shooting Association, Uh, Here in San Antonio, we have a local club that is more affiliated with USPSA, but kind of mixes the rules of both of them, which I think is kind of good. And that's called AASA, American Action Shooting Association. Ted Bonnet is the president and founder of it. The cool thing is our local club is we get to load up magazines to full capacity, and there's really not a lot of gear restrictions uh, when I used to be up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, there was a personal protection match that I used to sh- uh, uh, shoot over at Dallas Pistol Club that was pretty much the same. You could, you could, you know, use your guns as you would normally carry them. Uh, IDPA has a lot of different rules, but IDPA is fun, too, because it reinforces some skills that that you really need. It's not going to get you killed in the street, so... You know, don't worry about that. It's good practice. It's not training. I wouldn't say that competition shooting is training, but it's a way for you to practice the training that hopefully you got right after you got your gun. Uh, So enough said on that. Just get on Google and look for the local clubs in your area and uh, go give it a try. If you have feedback on this, uh, I'd love to get your voicemails, 210-646-1727. 210-646-1727. Call in a voicemail. Send an email over to handgunworld at gmail.com. Check out Facebook. I put a posting for every podcast. So if you want to make comments or ask questions on Facebook, that's another way to do it. And again, don't forget the YouTube channel. And I know a lot of you are also ordering. Uh, you're ordering delivery. And a lot of you are using Amazon because you don't want to get out to the stores uh, please use my Amazon store. It'll help me out. You don't have to spend any extra money, but it'll help me out. Go over to handgunworld.com. Do that first and go through my Amazon store at my website. And then go log into your account and your Prime account, whatever it is, and uh, and buy what you want. So with all that said, uh, go competition shooting. Give it a try. Don't be afraid of it. And if you're an experienced competition shooter, but you've kind of gotten away from it for a little while, 
go give it a try. I hope to see if you're in if you're in the San Antonio area. Hopefully, uh, I'll see you at a match one of these days uh, coming up real soon. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. I'm Bob Main. This is a practical shooting show done by a practical guy. Remember, evil does not exist in the holster. It exists in the hearts of men and women. So shoot straight, shoot safe, and read your Bible every day. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye.